it's always good to have a burner opening so that you can like so then you don't have to worry about all like you you get all you get all the shitty ideas out first uh what follows is pure gold um you are recording now correct oh yeah i'm recording now fantastic okay great leave all that in leave everything i just said in um oh i will (laughs) all right uh Hello, and welcome to another episode of Twilight, where two adult women think that they're recording a podcast (laughs) for like 10 minutes and then realize (laughs) (laughs) that I didn't push the button, (laughs) that Aaron did not push the button uh, well into discussing Fifty Shades and whether or not we should do an episode on that. I will do it i'll do it but the, just the movie right i don't want to read that oh no 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 okay i've a thing that i have said on multiple occasions maybe even in this podcast i don't know is that the second that it becomes actual work i'm done i'm out <laughs> i don't want to do yeah. it anymore <laughs> oh for sure um but yeah no i mean i'll like i'll i'll lay on the couch and ha- passively watch um what's her name uh Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson, uh, pine for uh, vaguely Dakota. handsome white guy. <laughs> with with very little grasp on appropriate levels of consent. What if we watch Fifty Shades and Suspiria and then talk about both of them? Oh, uh, I will absolutely do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We can do that. Um, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because they're yeah. Speaking of um, two movies where the actress does uh, is is wildly different characters. Um, I uh, I watched uh, I watched this movie Twilight um, with commentary, uh, and then the next night, Aaron. I'm so sorry. I watched Underwater. God damn it. <laughs> I am here to report though that it is good and well, I will then. watch it again. Well, now I can watch it and not feel bad about watching it without you. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I'm so sorry. Um I uh was just in a real Kristen Stewart mood and it was very late. Um <laughs> and it's uh I remember us sitting in the theater and every time we would see a preview for that, we would be like, that's going to be terrible. We should definitely go see that. And then Uh it came and went from the theater and we did not go see that. And then the country shut down and now you can't go to a theater anyway. Um, But, uh, but yeah. And so we were very much prepared to be on board for it. uh, Even when it inevitably turned out to be not good it actually, it was very fun. Um, it had big, like, alien vibes. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kristen Stewart's a badass hero in it, and she's got that haircut and uh, the, the, bleached, mm-hmm. the bleached scalp, which is a uh-huh. look for sure. But she pulls off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. But, I mean, she just, like... I don't know. She's such a badass in that. And then they actually, that was, um, I guess we could start talking about uh, the actual thing that we're here to talk about, which is the fact that we watched Twilight with the infamous actor commentary. <laughs> um, that's what this episode is. I'm sure you already could tell by the title. Um, <laughs> it was like... <laughs> both the best and worst commentary that I've ever listened to. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't horribly informative <laughs> in a lot of ways, but also it was very fun. Um, but they were talking that it, it was so funny to me. That's I think that's why I ended up watching Underwater is because Catherine Hardwick was talking about how uh, Kristen Stewart is like this badass stunt woman. Oh, yeah. Because whenever she... It's funny, um, whenever she uh, slips in the rain and, like, busts her ass super hard, um, that was that was planned. 
I think I mentioned, maybe not on this podcast, it might have just been to you privately, that I thought that that might have been a take of where she fell. Because it was very convincing. I thought uh-huh. that might have been a take of where she fell, like, and it wasn't planned, and they had just used it. But that uh-huh. was apparently planned, and she had to fall, like, 20 times, just, like, <sighs> let her feet slide out from under her and, like, fall on her ass. And she sells it extremely well. And I am sorry that I did not give her the credit for that before. Yeah, that that sounds terrible. I don't want to do that. (laughs) No, God, no. That sounds that sounds awful. I mean, yeah, like you talk about like stunt work and like it sounds so cool and like glamorous and like being up on the wires and all that stuff. But it's just like, no, a lot of times, you know, you just have to like bust your ass. Yeah, it's just falling down. Yep. Good stuff. But yeah, no, it's it's just very strange to watch Kristen Stewart play this like very um, awkward, self-conscious, clumsy teenager and then know that she's secretly like an action star. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still haven't seen Charlie's Angels either. No, neither have I. Well, and I know that like that was kind of the first thing that she was in was Panic Room as like a child right i have never seen that neither have i um let's just watch all the Kristen stewart movies okay <laughs> and I mean, when we're finally out of twilight stuff to talk about we can just do a Kristen stewart podcast we'll just have a Kristen stewart podcast mm-hmm. jesus christ i'd be down for that we just continue it as like a podcast about the people in twilight so we cover like just stuff Kristen that Stewart and Robert Pattinson stuff that Robert Pattinson has been into yeah which by the way <laughs> he is kind of he's so he's so charming in this commentary he's like truly very fixated on how dumb he looks yeah and it's kind yes. of endearing like all his like little quips were about his hair or how he said he didn't know they were filming in a scene <laughs> <laughs> oh my god in the in the scene in the scene where they're sitting in the lab at school and he's uh-huh. just like oh yeah i just like totally forgot that we were even filming right here i was just like off in my own little world i was just losing my mind oh my god so i like how they they said that the wings behind him were were not like that was inadvertent which just mm-hmm. makes me really laugh because so many people are like it was symbolism for angel wings or whatever yeah and it, she's just like oh yeah they were really insistent that we like move the owl out from behind him and then Catherine hardwick is just like i refused i thought it looked cool <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't think it was that obtrusive. No. It's like, it's so funny to, (laughs) it's so funny to hear her talk about that movie because she's just like, this, we had fun doing this and I very much did not take it seriously at all. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone involved seemed like they had a good time, which is good. Yeah. And that like in retrospect of how like big of a deal it became, everyone's just like, this is wild. Like, (laughs) yeah. But um, I guess I could backtrack a little bit. Uh, So for anyone unindoctrinated, um, this is kind of an infamous uh, commentary uh, because it, they didn't make it until like a while after it was released and they have, it is Kristen Stewart and Catherine Hardwick, the director and, um, Robert Pattinson, uh, all doing a commentary on the movie like you do in commentaries, but they're all just like cracking joke. It's almost like, <laughs> It's not quite Mystery Science Theater 3000 levels, but I mean, it is, it's, it's wild to hear the people that were involved in the making of something make so much fun of it. <laughs> like talk about it like we would. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It was nice. It was very refreshing, but yeah, no, I yeah. mean like it's, it's a little bit infamous. A lot of, there, there's, um, I've got a, an Entertainment Weekly article pulled up specifically that is um, all of the funniest Robert Pattinson moments on the commentary because he is a cut up. Like he is, he, he just like, if he were less funny, it would be obnoxious. 
in like a very subtle English way also. Like he's so English. He's very quiet about it, but, but like he's so very English. It's <laughs> and you forget that he's English because it's like I've seen him in this and in um The Lighthouse most recently and then, you know, Harry Potter a million years ago. Oh, I've watched Harry oh, Potter yeah. a lot, oh, but yeah. honestly, he doesn't talk that much in Harry Potter. And then, have you seen Good Time? Uh-oh. It's very stressful, but he's amazing in it. Um, it's the it's the Safdie brothers, which is the same uh, the same pair of brothers that uh, directed uh, Uncut Gems. Oh, okay. I haven't with, watched that with either. Adam Sandler. They're both very good. I <laughs> really disliked. Uh, I disliked the experience of watching Uncut Gems, but can admit that it is a very good movie. It's just stressful. Yeah. They make very stressful movies. <laughs> I saw like the one still of Adam Sandler in it and just decided I don't think I wanted to watch it. <laughs> uh, fair. He's really, he's a great actor in it. Um, but I don't know. I liked Good Time a little bit more. Um it was a little bit more, uh, I don't know, Robert Pattinson's character is just much more likable in it, even though he's still, his character is still a, a bad person. Um, but I, I don't know. I just enjoyed watching his performance in it much more than I enjoyed watching Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. I want to see Robert Pattinson in a Guy Ritchie movie. Dude, right? I think he'd be fantastic in it. I think it'd be great. I mean, yeah. we've seen the lighthouse. I think yeah. it'd be great. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Which I need I need to revisit the lighthouse and watch it with um specifically I want to watch it with subtitles because I saw it in the theater, did not have subtitles, and I want to know what they're saying half the time. <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. But yeah, that is man, what a what a film. I've been watching a lot of I've been watching a lot of movies about uh, being trapped inside lately, and it hasn't been intentional. Like you and I just watched <laughs> you and I just watched Rear Window the other day, and I was just like, "Oh, we are all trapped inside with nothing really to look at, but out our windows and or I don't even have cool neighbors to watch. <laughs> Your neighbors are interesting. Yeah, that guy was not my neighbor. That guy was just visiting my neighbor. I think. Your neighbor was the one who was barbecuing, right? Yes, that's Keith. We had difficulty. <laughs> Usually we just use Discord or like queue up our Netflix at the same time or something to watch these, but it's a little bit more complicated because, you know, there's no, you don't, you don't really have like an ability to like stream actor commentary, right? So it's like I had to watch it and then bring you the Blu-ray because my computer doesn't have a Blu-ray player so we couldn't <laughs> I couldn't stream it to you either. Um so it was like a whole thing and I had to I had to drive it to I had to drive it over to your house. And there was a man laying almost in your driveway. Yeah, he definitely was. I don't know who that was. Mhm. I guess he was he rolled over a little bit at some point so I guess he was fine. Oh, he left at some point. So yeah. All right. It's well, it's like, all right, whatever. I'm not going anywhere. But yeah, if you, um, if, uh, if, if any of you out there are able to get your hands on a copy of the twilight that has, uh, that has the, the Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart version, grab it because it's, it's a gem and it is impossible to find online. So I forgot how, like, the, this one was interesting, the, like, the dialogue of the movie was, ex like, you couldn't hear it at all, which is different from other commentaries I've watched, where, like, you can, yes. it's not up loud, but you can hear what, mm -hmm. the, what is going on in the movie. I couldn't hear anything, so it was a little bit. So, I turned on the subtitles, because. Oh, Yeah. Honestly, I was hoping that the subtitles would tell me what Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson and Catherine Hardwick were saying, and they did not. They only told me what was going on in the movie, but I left them on because then, yeah, they talked so much that I couldn't actually hear what any what was even going on in the movie. Like, I haven't seen it a yeah. thousand times. Like, I really need that, but. Yeah. 
no, it's just interesting because other commentaries I've watched, like you mm-hmm. could hear the movie mm-hmm. and they would chime in or whatever. Yeah. Which I'll be honest, I haven't watched a lot of commentary, mostly on Buffy the Vampire Slayer episodes. But that is fair. Honestly, that's why I wish they're the I, most I, interesting I, on things that you really love. Oh yeah, right. Like, the um the commentary for Restless, the episode Restless, is mm-hmm. just really really good. Mm. Anyway, that's not what this is about. But <laughs> <laughs> there isn't commentary on all of those, though, is there? They only do like a select few episodes with commentary. Right? Am I, I think so. That? Yeah, okay. like on the kind of like big episodes. Yeah, um, and they're only on the DVDs, and I don't have the DVDs anymore. So yeah, I wish that they would release stuff like that digitally, since that's where everybody buys stuff now. I do too. I uh, well, if you if you buy it on iTunes, a lot of times it will have some extras included, but the iTunes version of Twilight does not have the actor commentary. Actually, I was looking. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually looking at the box, and this—I don't know. I don't verify facts like half the time, but I'm pretty sure there's something on the text of the box made me think that it was a Target exclusive. Huh. That co- like that specific commentary is, I think, a Target exclusive, <laughs> which is interesting. interesting. Yeah, I don't know how they uh, reeled in that. <laughs> reeled in that gem but yeah that how weird for a commentary to be exclusive to one retailer yeah i don't know and i could i could have made that up who knows i could be making all of this up maybe this doesn't even exist um but yeah no definitely so if you can't get your hands on that copy though uh check out just google like entertainment weekly twilight commentary and this is probably the first thing that'll pop up and it's it's a good it's a good chunk of of the commentary so it's just a transcript but but yeah oh um that commentary is how i learned that the mustache on uh charlie was billy burke's idea <laughs> which is which, great I love which it. i love <laughs> fantastic um the best character in the whole film, obviously. I like how they talked a lot about, like, him, like, really stealing scenes. Scene and stealing? Being, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> being, like, the best thing in different <laughs> scenes. <laughs> he's just so done. Yeah. Like, everything that happens is he's just done. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't, he doesn't really understand the kids and, like, he knows too but he's also just like what is what why 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 are you like this but he's never like yeah. mad he's always just like so i don't know i love i love charlie as a character and i think that he's i think billy burke is fantastic at playing him yeah definitely he's just a dad doing his best i love i love a good dad doing his best <laughs> oh. oh a thing that i am obligated to mention is the fact that as in all of the times that I've seen this movie, I have never noticed at, um, uh, 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 Jacob's dad. What's his name? Um, Harry. Or is that the other guy? That doesn't sound right. Jacob. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Jacob's dad at his introduction um billy black <laughs> billy black that's right different from billy burke the actor harry clearwater is that other guy the yes okay yeah, yeah okay thank you yeah at billy black's introduction uh charlie and billy have a sparring match in the background <laughs> of the scene that i have yes. just never paid because it's it's not in focus i've never paid attention to that it's a wi- what a wild choice. <laughs> it's it should be more distracting than I guess it was for me because I've just never paid attention to that going on in the background before while while uh, Bella and Jacob are talking. Well, Jacob and Bella acknowledge it. Yeah, because Bella's like, "Are they always like this?" Mm-hmm. 
But no, I didn't notice it really until this watching, this just, viewing either. I was like, what are they doing? I just love, I just love when there's, I'm a big sucker for like when people are still acting, even though they're not like the focus of the scene. Yeah. Like when there's yeah. like good character moments happening, even though yeah. it's not like the primary interest of the scene. Yeah. I just don't know how I've never noticed that before because it is, it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, another person that they talk about a lot being kind of that way or just be is that Chris guy or whatever. Like Catherine talks about him multiple times. Wait, um, who? Chris, the kid. Uh, he's one of the kids at the school. I think his name was Chris. Um, like the Asian guy oh! who wears like the very of that time clothing. Yes. <laughs> I would say and Catherine oh, the Hardwick with... talks about him multiple times. So just about yes, yes, <laughs> strange things that he's doing in the background. It's I think it's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> well, she said that the outfit that he wears, like the first time you see him, it's yes. like a black button down with a black tie, was like what he wore to his uh, audition, and Amazing. she was just like, "I love that. Just wear that." <laughs> it's such a good. It's 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 such a good character choice. I would like to believe that he just is that character, basically. Yeah, like a goofy DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is still wearing one of those beanies with a bill. Oh, God. You know the ones. Well, I mean, this was like 2009. Oh, no. Um, no, I'm saying that I hope that that actor is still wearing. Oh, that he's still wearing those? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Chris, if you're out there at 30, yeah, 35, <laughs> still wearing oh, I, so there was this, there was a, um, oh, when they're talking, it's at the end, um, when they're, she's talking, uh, Catherine Hardwick is talking about hoping people notice like the photos on the refrigerator of like baby Bella in the ballet studio or something like that. And I don't remember what else they say but Robert Pattinson like kind of jabs at Kristen Stewart about something like um you were two in 1988 and she was like I was uh 12 or whatever well Robert Pattinson is like not that much older than her no I know actually I think he's younger than her wait is he no he's not is he well how much I don't Are you think looking it that up? much older. Robert Pattinson is 33. Okay. And she's 30. So he's only three years okay. older than her. Yeah. Like, like jabbing at her as if she were like much younger. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. She's like my age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder, were they, were they together when they recorded that? I wonder. I don't know. I was wondering that too. I don't know when they dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I I was wondering that too while I was looking, while I was listening. I was like, is this when they were dating? Surely they were. I bet they were. Mm-hmm. In mid 2009, she started dating her Twilight, her the Twilight Saga co-star Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were dating during the movie. And I don't think they broke up until after they were done with all the movies. Interesting. So they, they like, lived been... together for a little while. Yeah. And I was a little bit devastated when they broke up, but it's fine. <laughs> it I'm never fine. works out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> um... Also, she's super gay, so... <laughs> That's fine. It's not going to work anyway. <laughs> <sighs> what else? Oh, um, I loved all his little jabs at how much he had to get his eyebrows waxed. Yeah. <laughs> because apparently naturally Robert Pattinson just has like insane eyebrows. He's well, actually. I mean, yeah, I... Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, he's actually. A very hairy man that they had to make very hairless for Twilight. Yeah, to be like, a vampire, yeah. 
Which I don't think, surely there's Italian vampires, right? Uh, like, I there mean, have to be. I think it's just because he was supposed to be 17. Right, right. Well, I mean, you you haven't seen Harry Potter in a while. Google a picture of Cedric Diggory. Like, he's got some crazy eyebrows. He did not really? wax them for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they kept mentioning, I didn't realize that um, Christian Stewart was a minor when they filmed Twilight either. I didn't either. Yeah. But that was in... That was in 08, so mm-hmm. how old were you in 08? <laughs> yeah, wow, his eyebrows are those, yep. That's a lot of eyebrow. So she must have been 17. I think she was 17 when they when they filmed it. Yeah, so she was 17 playing 17. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> and he was in his 20s playing also 17. He was 20. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he's a he's a very hairy man. I'm now looking at her uh, filmography. Yes, go on. Uh, what did I see? Oh, I didn't. I forgot she was in Into the Wild, which <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. I don't want to watch that, but uh, I forgot. I she never, was in that. I never saw it, but I read the book and I liked it. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. I was like, this is like the millennial white man's uh, girl interrupted. Oh, wow. Uh, you know what? Yeah. It probably honestly <laughs> has an eight. I, I, read, I read it when I was like 17 and I enjoyed it, but I. Uh... It is a movie that you would enjoy at 17. Yes. Okay. But I watched it sense. at like 25. Sure. And was like, mm, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Wait, I was. She... I I think I was just frustrated at how stupid the character was. I was just like, "What are you doing?" Like, she's of course, the... this is a bad idea. She's an into Not the wild. Hers. She's also in On the Road, isn't she? Yeah, but I've never watched that either. Neither have I. But I read that and loved it at seventeen. <laughs> I read a lot as a seventeen-year-old, and now I haven't read a book in ten years. So, <laughs> whatever, it's fine. I just watch Twilight over and over again in different iterations. I need to finish Personal Shopper. I started it one day and then something happened and I had to stop. Like I, I got busy or something happened and I had to stop watching it mm. and I never finished it. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? Uh-uh, I haven't seen it. I was going to go it's see it at the really art good. museum, um, but then I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry. Watch all of them. <laughs> A line that I wrote down on my notes that just caught my eye is in the lunchroom when they're talking about how he should have like hacky sacked around the apple and Robert Pattinson goes, yeah. And then people would have been like, wow, he's a superhuman moron. (laughs) I like when he was talking about what they were talking about and like when they were like when the kids were looking at them or whatever and he was like yeah we were like we're not supposed to be eating we shouldn't be eating <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and how um how uh one of the one of the siblings is like actively like eating a rice crispy treat or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good yeah like um... i I think Robert Pattinson said something like he he said to them, "Have you not read the books? We're not supposed to be eating." Yeah, <laughs> read the book. Which again, I do appreciate that he has commented multiple times, like publicly, about how he did read all, he read all of those books. He did read all of them, and I love that. And that was how he decided that Edward is an unlikable, like whiny, like self-loathing. <laughs> that's such a like i mean that's just such a brat essentially that is a very well uh well-worn vampire trope that character that kind of character the like mopey oh uh, yeah like oh i've been around for too long and also i'm well first yeah, it's like that that like I feel bad about who I am thing or whatever. 
which we also got a little bit of a dose of in Only Lovers Left Alive. Yes. Yeah. With that, um, he definitely was that. Yes. Yes. With <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Yes. Great movie, though. Yeah, it was good. Good watch. Um, I was really glad that what's her name, the sister character, wasn't in it for very long. Oh my <laughs> she god, was she sucked so bad. Yeah, she was like a real vampire and also an emotional vampire. Yes, like uh-huh. what a like nightmare Colin. person. Yes, just like Colin. No, she was like vampire Courtney Love. I was like, go away. <laughs> yeah, and she did that like needy thing of like making making her problem like everybody else's problem, and just like never considering any. We're, I don't want to spoil only lovers left alive, but yeah, that she was god insipid. She was awful. Yeah, and I uh-huh. do not blame her. I do not blame Tom Hiddleston's character for hating her. She sucks. Nope. Yeah, I was con- so. I guess we've just pivoted a lot. Um, we do every episode. <laughs> I. What was I going to say? Where did it go? I I ask our listeners again. Do you like this? Is this good for you? <laughs> Is this fun for you? <laughs> do you enjoy this? Um, uh, we do. We mostly record this for us. Um, and then hope I that like people listen. I like the like. The, like, unexplained lore. Like, I really liked that. It played well in this movie. That's something that I enjoy when it's done well and hate when it's done cheesy. Wait, in Only Lovers? Yeah. Yeah. The, like, unexplained, like, unexplained lore. Like, Mm -hmm. like, it was just filmed as if we already know, like, what's Mm -hmm. going on. Yeah, because then it doesn't, like, condescend to you or have any, like, really blatant, like oh, well, we're explaining it to this person because this person is the stand-in for the audience or, like, right. whatever. It's just like, yeah, no, just throw me into it. Right. Whatever, um, I'm good. I like it. Yeah, I like it when it's done well like that, but I've definitely seen it. I honestly, I can't obviously give you examples off the top of my head because I have zero memory, but I know I've seen it done <laughs> poorly. Yes. Where it's kind of cheesy looking, like cheesy mm-hmm. feeling or whatever, but yeah. I thought it was really well done in, in Only Lovers Left Alive. Yeah. Definitely. That, unfortunately, that movie is one that, like, as I was watching it, I was kind of just like, oh, if I were, if this, if it were 10 years ago, I would have eaten this shit up. Like, I Uh would have, I would have fucking loved this, like, bohemian, like, um, can't tell what time it is, or like, like, what year it is, like, tormented uh you know what i'm you know what i'm getting yeah yeah Yeah. kind of thing like i would have loved that shit i would have eaten that up but like i don't know i'm old now (laughs) and free from joy so i don't (laughs) i have irony poisoning is what i'm trying to tell you (laughs) deep irony poisoning I did really love the aesthetic, though. <laughs> yes, definitely. With all of the like antiques and the kind of like it was, it was. God, being a dresser on that set must have been so much fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. To just like Think go of all antiquing the thrift stores and yeah, stores and, and finding like great, and... like great old fabrics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, if you've got time, listener at home, and uh, we know that you do, uh, you should try to check out Only Lovers Left Alive, starring Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston. Who both make great vampires. They do. Tilda Swinton has looked the same for 40 years. I'm not convinced she's I, not a real vampire. I was going to say, I think she might be a real vampire. There's so many close-ups on her face, and there are no lines on it. No. It's upsetting. Whether or not. What are we talking about? <laughs> what is this episode about? Uh, the commentary of Twilight. Oh, also um, one. Wh- what? Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean I was just going to jump back in. Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say the. I was just going to backtrack and say the thing that we we weren't recording for was um, 
Uh, we talked about Midnight Sun. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yes. And we are legally obligated to mention that Stephanie Meyer did her best to break the internet during quarantine by announcing all of a sudden, like, okay. Yes. Everyone told me, everyone messaged me when there was suddenly a countdown timer on Stephanie Meyer's website. Of course that happened to me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and I was honestly kind of crossing my fingers, like, is she just going to like randomly drop Midnight Sun? And then no, it was just a release date. But yeah, yeah, no, we are, we are legally obligated to mention that, yes, we are aware <laughs> that Stephanie Meyer has announced the release date of Midnight Sun. And I will, um, I will read a real book if it means that I don't have to wait for the audiobook version of Midnight Sun to come out. So, but God, I, I just, I really, 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 he'll never do it, but I so want an audiobook of Robert Pattinson narrating. Oh my Midnight God. Sun. I would lose my mind. It would be so good. It would be so, it, oh man. <laughs> do you think he could even do it with a straight face? No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's why I think he'll never do it, but yeah. God, it would be great. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, God, agreed. Robert, if you listen to this podcast, no, I'm just kidding. Um, we know he <laughs> we'll does tweet not. tweet it at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is he even on Twitter? I don't know. We don't know anything. What no. you can learn at home listening to this podcast is that we don't know anything we don't know what day it is. We don't know who we are. We don't know who nope. we don't know actors' names. We don't nope. we don't know shit. Except for some things about Twilight. And we have no memory of any movies that we've ever watched before at all. I really don't. I have a terrible <laughs> memory. That's why I love Letterboxd because Same. I can't remember things. Yeah, I'm like, I know I had thoughts on this. Let me go to where I wrote it down on the internet because otherwise there's, I guess there's nothing, nothing up yeah. there at all. Yeah, that's why I've tried to keep track of the movies that we've watched. Yes. Like, uh, Bliss. Ooh, yes. Uh, that was another fun vampire movie. We only, we only watch vampire movies, surprise. I did not know that that was a vampire movie until we started watching it. Neither did I. Honestly, I was kind of under the impression that it was going to be a zombie movie because I had heard some people on horror movie podcasts talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, and not like extremely favorably either. Um, but that had mentioned like the whole like eating, like the drug makes you like eat people. And I was like, oh, weird. Okay, it's a zombie movie. But like, yeah, whatever. I'll watch like a weird artsy zombie movie. And then I was just like, no, it's vampires. <laughs> no, VFW was zombies. It was way better. Yeah, I was really disappointed by VFW. Yeah, it wasn't great. Not gonna lie. If we, I, I think I might've liked it more if we had watched it in reverse order and watched VFW first and then Bliss second. Because yes. Bliss just like blew me out of the water. I loved that movie so much. Yeah. Yeah, same. But yeah, BFW just didn't follow it well at all. No, no, it didn't. It I was... do want to watch some of his other movies though. Well, I mean there are only like two more, so Yeah. Still not sure if he knows the commentary that he's making on drugs or if he's just like obsessed with the... it. Yeah. Oh my god, right? Like just being I don't know that like everything that you write or create if you are a creator or an artist of any kind the thing that you make is a reflection of you whether you want it to be or whether you know it is or not like right oh yeah definitely we are seeing into your psyche and it is up to you whether or not that is intentional and saying yeah. what you want it to say because yeah I mean it's very like drugs make you unreasonable and unhu like inhuman and I just I I just don't I just don't know if that's what he was trying to say yeah that's what he said <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what he said definitely regardless of intent <laughs> um <laughs> Stephanie Meyer is pro-choice whether she knows that she's pro-choice or not <laughs> <laughs> She definitely doesn't. <laughs> no, she does not. Very Mormon. 
Oh, another line that I have written down uh, that Robert Pattinson says in the commentary that is so funny to me because it is completely out of nowhere. It's just like, it's he's just reacting to Edward being in a shot. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, sometimes I look like I've had facial reconstructive surgery, like after bad burns. very bordering on like a problematic thing to say like jesus christ dude like what <laughs> he, he said something one time about like yeah he said something <laughs> at one point too about like the size of his head because of his hair <laughs> and buffon yeah his little buffon yeah and his little custom peacoat yeah he basically just keeps talking about what a twat he looks he just like in the movie. Just like relentlessly owns himself. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's very refreshing. <laughs> I wonder if vampire's eyebrows grow back. He's very obsessed with his eyebrows also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. A thing that actually kind of drove me crazy in the commentary is that my personal favorite scene in all of twilight it is not the baseball scene actually um although that is like everybody's favorite scene uh personal favorite scene in the whole movie is the inexplicable rockabilly waitress yes. at the fake italian restaurant who has the most specific look and no one addresses it. And I think <laughs> it's very distracting. I guess that she's like friends with Catherine Hardwick. Cause Catherine like references her by like first name or whatever. She's like, yeah, yeah everybody always asks me like, is that Katie's like, is that ta like tattoo of Katie's real or whatever. And which is wild. Cause she doesn't really have any, like, I don't know. I almost wonder if she's like a personal friend of Catherine Hardwick because she, she doesn't have a whole ton of credits on her IMDb, but that is like... Yeah, maybe she is just like a, like she's a friend and Catherine Hardwick was like, hey, you want to do this? Because it's like a throwaway part, you know? But it's just bonkers to me. Like she refuses to, like, they don't even address it. I'm so upset <laughs> that they like mention the waitress and then we don't, no one talks about like why she looks the way that she does. Because that, I mean, in like her actress headshots or whatever on IMDb, she's like very... She's very normal looking. And I'm just like, this person does not look like they're a waitress at any like fancy Italian establishment. No, it looks like they should be. At, she looks like she should be at a diner. Yes. <laughs> or like a dive bar bartender. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. Clearly there's no dress code <laughs> at this Italian food restaurant in La Push. That's all I'm saying. I did like that they reference um, how uh, Bella doesn't eat. <laughs> yes. She's like, four, she's like four she, vegetables. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I think I eat a snap pea later. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just like really nursing that stick of celery. Yeah. <laughs> Even when like, uh, she comes to meet the Cullens and they make so sweet. Oh, they make my her God. food. It was the cutest thing ever. And she was like, oh, I already ate. <laughs> I, oh no, she doesn't say it though. He outs her. Cause she yeah, goes, oh yeah, yeah, she, you know, I'm starved. And then he's like, she already ate. <laughs> and then Rosalind because crushes she the expected salad bowl. to not be eating right, at their because house. They don't, because they don't eat. But that Obviously. Was, so, was adorable. I know. Yeah. Very sweet. Oh my god. <sighs> Talks about how he's got effeminate hands. Um... Oh, that was an actually like informative thing um, is that the Cullen's house is apparently a Nike executive's house and he had like just had it built or whatever. Uh-huh. That's it. Wild. That's yeah. Well, How she interesting. was talking about uh, 
uh, Kirsten was talking about, or Kristen was talking about mm-hmm. how she appreciated um, that people would laugh whenever she, at the part where she's like, asked, it notices that he doesn't have a bed as if she's like thinking about. Oh yeah. She's already horny. Yeah. <laughs> already horny for Edward. And Catherine talking about how messy Edward's room is because yes, he, you know, has an artist brain. So. Yes, of course. He's tortured, obviously. <laughs> and doesn't have to sleep. Yeah, they don't sleep. They don't sleep during know, the day or during the night. Yeah. Wild to me. Yeah. I don't think we've ever really talked about that. But yeah, I guess we didn't I don't know if we mentioned it whenever we talked about like the lore and stuff like that. I know how this sounds, but not having to sleep sounds exhausting. (laughs) I don't know. I think it owns. You'd never get tired. Yeah. That's the thing. You'd You'd never get tired. It's not about being tired, though. It's about having to be doing things. (laughs) You have to. I mean, you can still allow to just like lay on the couch and play video games with vampire if you want, I think, right? (laughs) It just to me seems like so much more time to have existential dread (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) what i'm saying is that i would be an edward style vampire (laughs) Uh, no that's not true because i wouldn't feel so guilty about who i was as a vampire. no you wouldn't feel guilty but i think that you would definitely have a lot of questions well yeah i mean would you not (laughs) i don't know i think that it would um i'd God, I would probably be like a Victoria vampire. Oh, just be like, this fucking owns. I don't die. I don't have to sleep. I can just like do whatever the fuck I want. Nobody can catch me. The police aren't going to like arrest me for anything. I am fine. I would not kill people though. Mm, depends on the people. <laughs> I could go like Dexter style. I I don't think I could because I already don't believe in the death penalty. Oh, yeah, you're right. Neither do I. <laughs> that would just be me, like, enacting the death penalty. <laughs> I always have, I always have, like, dreams of wanting to be the villain, but then I remember that I actually have, like, empathy exhaustion half the time, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I want to be cool, and I want to not feel anything. Well. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Sorry, one of the book results being Legends of the Slappy Beaver. (laughs) What? When she Googles, when Bella Googles uh, Quillute Legends. Oh. And one of the... One of the book results is Legends of the Slappy Beaver. (laughs) When she's like looking at all of the the different book results. Anyway, that's very funny. That's extremely silly. What does that mean? I don't know. Google it. (laughs) No, I'm going to go on a list or something. already on a list yeah that's probably true oh it's just like a how the beaver got his tail like mythology thing oh did you google it yeah of course look I at did. you look at you i'm so <laughs> proud <laughs> it doesn't actually say legend of the slappy beaver i'm just assuming that this article that says native american legends how the beaver got his tail is what uh, so it's a is. reference to something that probably exists right probably wild huh i'm still marveling <laughs> that like after hearing that story that jacob tells and then finding out that Edward is in fact a vampire that she didn't immediately think, huh, I wonder if the other part of that legend is true. (laughs) What an idiot. Like she so clearly does not. I mean, well, I mean, okay. We've, I think we even talked about this in the, um, in the, the 
uh new moon episode of where like jacob is just like oh yeah you that of course that's the part of the legend that you remember but i need you to i need you to think back to that time that i told you the story and it's just like no dude she wasn't listening then and she definitely doesn't remember now like she was not paying any attention to any of the rest of what you said because she was like way too in love with the the cold dead dude yeah with the big hair yes the very big hair uh-huh uh-huh his little bouffant <laughs> yeah this just a very uh it was a funny um it was a funny commentary oh yeah yeah absolutely super in i guess so i don't <laughs> It was very informal. It was honestly a little bit like listening to a podcast. Yes. 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 (laughs) And I think also part of why it's probably different from some of the other things we might have listened to to commentaries on Mm -hmm. are because, at least for me, the things I've wanted to listen to commentaries on are things like Guillermo del Toro movies Mm -hmm. or something that really does have a lot of symbology and like sure lore story and stuff and twilight doesn't have that like i (laughs) will say straightforward movie (laughs) uh uh-huh i will say the one that i can think of uh that like might rival this for like entertainment value is the cabin in the woods commentary which is drew goddard and joss whedon and they like vaguely hint at it, but like you, they're 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 getting blazed. I mean, they're they're <laughs> oh, getting I'm high sure. the more the movie goes on, and it's it's oh. so it's so funny. And that is a movie with arguably a lot more lore. <laughs> yeah, I need to <laughs> than to Twilight, that. and they it's absolutely worth your time. <laughs> That's funny. The only other one that I can think of that I've actually listened to is the one for Jennifer's Body, and I actually don't have strong memories about that one. Huh. Yeah. Which I think is Megan Fox and uh, Diablo Cody, I think. Oh, cool. But I don't Diablo remember. Diablo Cody wrote well. it, right? Because mm-hmm. Karen Kasama directed it, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Karen Kusama of The Invitation, right? Yes. Yeah? Okay. It's a great movie. It is. Great movie. See, we remember things. I forgot you finally watched it. It took, I tried to get you to watch that forever. Yeah, I'm the worst. Um, even using the lure of it being directed by Karen Kusama. I, uh... (laughs) And you know what? It is great, um, but it's not a movie that I would like reach for rewatch because uh, no. <laughs> Tupperware parties and self help books uh, already make me very uncomfortable. So yeah, <laughs> uh huh, yeah, it's a hard no. Well, and that movie, I, to me, the most impactful part of that movie is the end. And since I already know what's going to happen, it's not as impactful. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yeah, totally fair. I don't want to spoil. I remember it being. I remember it being very pretty to look at. Oh yeah, no, definitely. That's not. <laughs> it's not old enough to spoil. It's horrifying. Yeah. Oh, um, did we already talk about how uh, Robert Pattinson was indignant that his um, that his six pack was obscured, was not added? He was like, "I thought yeah. you were going to give me fake abs here." Yeah, and then Catherine Hardwick is just like, oh, we tried to, but I guess you're just, like, too glittery. <laughs> yeah, and he talked about how they had to, like, shave all his hair. <laughs> or yes, oh my god! It. Okay, and I, again, I spend too much, I, so much time talking about these movies that I can't remember what I've said on the podcast and what I've only like screamed about in real life at parties. But like that movie was not really made for like HD, like Blu-ray definition No, because you can see, I mean, God, they, 
I don't even know how you would go about like correcting this unless you just like airbrushed it. But like you can see where all of his facial hair is coming in and it's just been like foundation to the fuck out of. Oh yeah. You, yeah. The scenes where they're in the lab, you can totally mm-hmm. see his like jawline makeup. Yeah. His like five o'clock shadow and how it's just like, just like, he's just face painted basically. Yeah. Yeah. I love that they were gonna like CG him in some abs in this one but then they actually gave him like makeup abs in what is that one new moon yes (laughs) and it's so so distracting yeah it's very distracting very hard to look at that's funny All right. What else have we got? Were we going to talk about anything else? Uh, we were no. The movies that we've been watching. We never talk. I always forget to talk about. I always forget to talk about the baseball scene. Uh, It's just so good. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I love how like they all had to actually (laughs) learn to play baseball. yeah that was fun finding out that like alice like ashley green actually had to learn how to pitch a baseball yeah and she made uh katherine hardwick made a oh my god nikki made nikki reed learn how to bat left-handed which is yes why that's so wild i didn't even know rosalie was left-handed neither did i care neither did i oh my god I assume if you're a vampire, you have time to learn to be ambidextrous. I mean, you got a lot of time. <laughs> this is just the thing that I'm committing myself to for the next six months. Uh... Yep. <laughs> I am learning every language and I'm going to learn to write with my non-dominant with both hands. <laughs> and bat. Write and bat. And bat. That part's very important. <laughs> I don't already play baseball, but I would like to learn how to bat with my left hand. <laughs> Even though I don't know how to bat with my right hand either. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I can't. I mean, that's a muscle memory that I should have gained like 15 years ago. So yeah, no. <laughs> that's not happening now. <clears throat> oh my God. It was so funny when, uh, when he gets, when, when uh, Robert Pattinson gets so hung up on, um, why James doesn't just kill Bella like oh, at the yeah. house or whatever. <laughs> yes. And she's just like, so well, funny. it's because it's because you, you know, you're out there still and everything. And he's just like, but I, but I, I just don't, I don't understand why. I don't understand why he wouldn't just go kill her right now. He's like, well, cause he's not, he, his goal isn't to kill her. It's to kill or wait, I'm getting this backwards. His goal isn't to kill you, it's to kill her. And he's just like, well, then why doesn't you just do it right now? <laughs> because it's the whole thing. It's the game. He's like yes, a serial killer. Exactly. No, and that's, he just like can't wrap his brain around it. He's just like, but why? But she's right there. Why don't you just yeah. do it right now? It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that was, was. really funny. <laughs> you made this movie already but you don't understand some of the plot points <laughs> yes and it still bothers him which i love yeah <laughs> um oh i also enjoyed learning about how apparently <laughs> there's like some there's like some cutting room floor footage somewhere of all of the different growls that they made edward do and then ultimately they were just like <laughs> Nope, scrapping the growl idea. We're just, he's just quiet. He's just silent. Like, <laughs> he's just going to look yes. really intense. Yes, because his growl this. was like too high pitched. Insane, or yeah. <laughs> That's funny. good stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. We watched the Twilight commentary, uh, and you should too. Um, it is a lot of fun. 
there are we learned like four facts probably yeah <laughs> yeah the rest of the time we just got to hear them talk about <laughs> people who have like believed the minutia of making like, this movie this, which we love and also how bad the weather was to film Ugh. it yeah absolutely where is it actually it was really cold all the time because it's not really filmed in forks it's filmed in some other area in washington which is called it was filmed in portland oregon not entirely a lot of it i mean the city scenes and then uh saint helens or whatever is also saint Saint helens is oh it's not in washington yep but it's still cold. I mean, same yeah. weather. <laughs> yeah, Pacific Northwest. Awful. Yeah, and all of the time, like, whenever they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, we had to film this outside, and we just had to, like, we had the schedule all set, and we just had to pray that, like, it was okay that day or that we would be able to, like, fix it, fix it in post. We'll just fix it in post. With, like, if it was supposed yeah, to be sunny I didn't or if it was supposed to be. Yeah, I didn't realize the weather was, like, I knew it rained a lot and stuff there, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that the weather was that, like... Uh, it sounded like it was just a nightmare because basically anytime they were supposed to film an outside scene and have it be sunny, it like wasn't sunny. And then every time, right. Like when they were on the, or it would change in the middle there, like they're shooting, like they're shooting four hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it might change in the middle of that and Mm -hmm. start raining or get sunny when it's, you know, they're still trying to shoot this scene and then they have to stop. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh oh yeah, that was also the first time that I've noticed for some reason the fact that whenever they're in that weird little like rain cave, that Kristen is completely dry and Robert is like so like dripping, soaking wet. <laughs> is that where they were talking about how like they only had like twenty minutes left or whatever, and people were like yelling at them because they had to leave or something like that? I don't remember. I was too busy staring <laughs> at the fact that for some reason Bella is completely dry and Edward is like <laughs> miserable and his face is actively dripping. Also, I love that Robert Pattinson is the one who picked the spider monkey quote. Oh my god. I love the that. Infamous. <laughs> she was like You better hang wrote- on, Spider Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We just needed to add some dialogue in here. Yeah. Just like I wrote a bunch of lines and showed them to Robert and that's the one he picked. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. That was very good. <sighs> well, I think that's, uh, I think that's maybe all I got. And I think that we're, uh, yeah, I think, I think we're at an hour now. Yeah. Oh, um, the stuff that we talked about before, <laughs> before when we realized that we recording. weren't we weren't recording uh we did a whole we did a whole little thing talking about 50 shades of gray um and i guess i just want to ask do you guys want to hear that like is that a thing that we're w- also aaron is that a thing that we're willing to put ourselves through is watching 50 shades and then talking about it and I mean, do i only have to watch one of them honestly fucking yeah because i only want to watch one of them Sure. I mean, I've thought about watching it before when I was just like, didn't have anything to do and was like, I mean, I guess I want a reason to make fun of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, no, for sure. I, I, I mean, I've just know. been, yeah, I've been making <laughs> fun of it. Right. Like, uh, like a hate watch kind of. Yes. Uh huh. What else are we doing? Nothing. I don't, I don't go out anymore. Nope. <laughs> nope. I just work and sleep. <laughs> play animal crossing (laughs) and play animal crossing yeah um but yeah no i don't know are people interested in that probably people always want to see somebody else suffer so of course (laughs) when we post when we post the link to this episode i'll like do a twitter poll or something and you guys can chime in all four of you can chime in and say whether or not you would listen to a 50 shades episode that's also a very like we're watching this so you don't have to kind of thing Yes, for sure. Definitely. Uh, and I can, <laughs> I can pull some real quotes from the book too, to give oh. like a little segment of the worst 
<laughs> the like worst of the worst because I have read some of it. I have not read all of it, but I, it's really, really cringy. It's like a groin. nightmare. Groin. Never note. Okay. Note to aspiring um, smut writers. And I use smut in a, a very endearing way. Um, aspiring, aspiring smut writers. Uh, please do not use the word groin in a sexual manner. It is the least sexy. it is the least sexy word I can think of or say. Uh yeah, I'm actively repulsed and I I, I don't I don't ever want to read that word again. I assume you're you're referring to an athletic injury if you're talking about a groin. Like right. <laughs> yeah. It's like the polite way of saying I ripped my crotch muscle. Like <laughs> only time that word is appropriate to use yes Ugh. Ugh. pool especially pooling what desire pooling pooling in her desire pooled in her groin i think is the actual line ew Ugh. 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 Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. don't like it i don't like I'm it i'm so sorry i didn't like saying it either or remembering it that it existed um Ugh. But yeah, well, uh, thank you all for, uh, for tuning in this week. Um, you know, again, we would just be having this conversation, uh, for our own selves if it weren't for people tuning in to listen to it accidentally or on purpose. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that some of you are just really wishing that it was another good trash episode and (laughs) but too lazy to turn off your feed but we appreciate you anyway Um, Uh, anyway mm -hmm. you can find us on the internet Uh, oh yeah if you want to do that me on twitter uh this is aaron you can find aaron on twitter (laughs) at short and creepy and also I have another podcast called Bad Girls Die First and you can listen to that at badgirlspodcast.com. Oh yeah, we didn't even introduce ourselves at the top of the show. We didn't, I don't. Did we do that? Fine. No, we didn't. We didn't I even just do it when I We didn't even do it when I wasn't recording. <laughs> I dissociate immediately after every episode of this show, so <laughs> I have no idea how our show goes, even though I have listened to our episodes. Um, anyway, I'm I'm Kirsten. Uh, you've been listening to me ramble for like an hour now, uh, so thank you. Uh, if you would like to see me ramble additionally online, um, I can be found on Twitter at Cranston. That's K-R-A-N-S-T-I-N. Uh, You can also read some of my old um, feminist critique of some very terrible Netflix horror movies um, on goodtrashmedia.com at uh, the Frightful Femme is my column name over there. Um, But yeah, Uh, now I'm going to do my very professional outro. Okay. You have been listening to Twilight with Kirsten and Aaron, a production of Good Trash Media. Oh, this is literally, we just did some of this. It's fine. Nope. Aaron can be found on Twitter at Short and Creepy. <laughs> Kirsten can be found <laughs> on Twitter at <laughs> uh, I forget you said all that in our outro. You know, we can just record Aaron. that once and I can just pop it into the end. Oh, that time. makes sense. That's probably what professional people do. Our intro music was created by Kyle Van Osdahl. Kyle can be found online at Kyle Van Osdahl, K-Y-L-E-V-A-N-O-S-D-O-L dot com. <laughs>